Hey guys, it's Raven, assistant producer at Your Magic, and welcome back to Ask the Tarot. Now you guys know the drill. This is a recording of a live green room show from last week, October 14th, hosted by Michelle T. If you enjoy it, you can listen to her do it again live every week. For the month of October, you can tune in on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern on the Spotify Green Room app. Be sure to follow Ask the Tarot over on Spotify Green Room to get notified whenever Michelle goes live so you don't miss your chance to get your cards read. All right, here's last week's Green Room show. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, this is Michelle T. Thank you for being here at Ask the Tarot. Um, I'm the author of Modern Tarot, and I'm the host of the Your Magic podcast. And I'm going to read your tarot cards. I'm going to read your cards, and I'm also going to read cards for some folks who sent me their problems, which is so sweet. Thank you for trusting me with your problems, humanity. Um, Some folks sent me problems that they'd like the tarot to solve, and they sent it to my Instagram. And the theme tonight is going to be love. And now, if you have a problem that is not about love, because your love life is just, like, fantastic, very happy for you, you can raise your hand, and you can ask me anything, and I'll pull tarot cards for you. All you have to do is just raise your hand. I'll pick on you. And when I pick on you, make sure you unmute yourself, okay? Now, with all of that said, I am going to read you my first little thing here. Here we go. I took the leap of faith into building a better life for myself and chased my dreams of becoming somebody within the world of arts. I am about to graduate with my BFA in painting in one and a half years and have plans to move to Texas for my MA in art leadership and studio arts. This is the person who got their life together. Okay. However, I recently met in person a guy who has caught me off guard completely. I have been single for roughly two years with no interest in dating. However, we met about three weeks ago and hit it off. He's everything I've wanted in somebody. But the problem is I would have to rearrange my entire plan to make it work between us. I normally don't do tarots around love and relationships, but this guy is somebody who I have quite literally had dreams about for the past 10 years. My best friend even used to dream about him and me. We never thought he was real until now. Well, now it's getting freaky. So I guess my question would be, what would my life look like if I saw where things go with the man I've had, I've dreamt about? And what would my life look like if, if I say, no, I have no career aspirations to chase? Wait a second. I just got tricked into doing a question about, should I give up my entire life for some man I met two weeks ago? Oh, you guys, we don't know. Just do, does this person, does the querent want to know what I think? Or does the querent want to know, you know? what uh, the tarot thinks. I think this guy should move with you to Texas. Why are you moving with him? Why can't he move with you? 
That's my question. Think about it. It's feminist. Okay. Let's see. Where would your life go uh, if you follow this guy? Okay. You're going to follow this guy. Um, it's interesting because it looks like it's two questions. The first is like, what would my life look like if I go off with this dude, the dream dude? It is really uncanny that you dreamt about him. I mean, that's cool. Okay. Or, um, and what would it look like if you say, I have no career aspirations, but it seems like, are they one in the same? Okay. What if you go with this man, but you don't abandon your own damn self? Okay. That's the first thing I'm going to ask. What does it look like if you go off with Dreamboat? Um, but you're also like not abandoning yourself somehow. Okay. So what does it look like with this guy? If you like stay true to who you are, you know, all right, let's see. I'm picking three cards for you right now. Now, what would it look like if you are like go off with him and you're like, that's fine. I, I don't have any life besides you. <laughs> I have no career aspirations to chase. I mean, okay, that's fair. You know, not everybody does, but it seems like you do. So it's not like I have no career aspirations. It's more like I will abandon my career aspirations. Let's ask the question really how it is. I will abandon my career aspirations and pretend that they don't exist. I guess I could be persuaded to do something like that if somebody gave me a lot of money. It'd have to be a real lot of money though. You know what I mean? Okay. All right, here we go. All right, going with the guy, but also like, you know, not giving up your, not pretending that you're not like a human being with like needs beyond your relationship. Looks good. It looks a little tricky, but it looks good. The first card here is the Aeon. That's like, whoa, big new beginning, like a really big deal, like that this is happening. It's also the judgment card. So it's like, you're having to like really make a big decision for yourself right now. And I think that like standing up for yourself as well as saying, I want you, that I want this with you, but I also want myself is like quite powerful. And the cards you get are a little intense. You got the failure card and the victory card. Isn't that wild? So I want to know, like, does this guy, my question is if this guy sort of wants you to, wants you to not have career aspirations, then it seems like maybe that's going to be a, a deal breaker for him. And you're like, victory, peace out. You were a creep. Am I right? You guys, what do you think? Um, now let me see if you <laughs> just pretend like you have no ambition and go off with this guy. Oh boy. Okay. Well, here's the thing. It's not like it looks good. <laughs> God damn it. It doesn't look terrible for you. You have very similar cards either way. What I'm wondering here, okay, is if what you're wanting to do is go off with this guy and do like starting a family kind of thing. Like, is that what you want to do? Because it's hard for me to understand how like, you know, walking away from your career ambitions will bring you happiness, but it seems like it will. So, um, okay. You know, for doing that, you got the art card. Isn't that ironic since you're going to be walking away from your art career, but it looks like, you know, the art card is not, it's not about art per se. It's about marriage really. And it's about alchemy. It's about creating a new thing. So you have that card and then you have the two of discs, which is called change. And then you have the eight of wands, which is called swiftness. So it seems like things take off very quickly. This partnership comes together very quickly and very powerfully. It's so interesting seeing all the cards together. I'm just thinking that maybe for this connection to proceed with this person, it does look like you have to turn away from the path that you've been on. Oh, God damn it. Why is, 
Why is it so? I don't know. It's not for me to know. I just hope that he's really nice. I hope you're well compensated financially for abandoning your career. I hope that you really like being a mom. And um, thank you for for asking me a question. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to see who is out here in the ether who needs some help. Who can I help? Angel, I'm going to call on you. Let me see. I don't see Angel up here. Hmm, maybe Angel flew away back up to heaven. Um, Okay, sometimes there's a glitch, so I'd like to wait a minute to see if someone pops up. But I don't see Angel. So now I'm going to Jen. Jen, I'm calling you up. You can unmute yourself. Oh, there you are. Hey. Good. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm talking to you. (laughs) It's real. I actually messaged you like... It was probably over the weekend, so I got a little bit of a story. <laughs> I've been with my, okay. I guess, fiance right now. I've been with for like seven years, and okay, he actually—that's <laughs> my son. <laughs> he proposed Hi. over the weekend, What's so nobody. <laughs> Her name's Michelle. So he proposed to me over the weekend, and um, my oh, my son here, who is almost five, and he uh, he doesn't Michelle. he doesn't want to have it. So, and I, and I have a best friend named Lucas. Okay, and it's his birthday tomorrow. Okay, Whoa. so yeah, he's he's not really having it, and uh, it's kind of got me thinking. Like we've had a few issues in the past leading up and to I've this. Never so met you. basically, I just wanted to see what my path looks like if I go through and this, I or if I buddy. listen to my little buddy here. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Oh my God. I'm going to ask you to mute yourself while I read the cards just because your little buddy is, is loud. Yeah. (laughs) I understand. I have a little buddy who's a little older than him. Thank you. Oh my God. That is adorable. All right. So the question here is, okay, you've been proposed to Jen and your little buddy who's four isn't into it. And you've had some issues with your fiance or I won't even say fiance because well, Maybe you said yes. You said yes, right? He's your fiance for now. Doesn't have to be your fiance forever, though. For now. now. So you guys have had some issues. So you're not, you know, it sounds like you have a little, some concerns. All right. So first we're going to see, what does it look like if you do it? Okay. What does it look like if you go through with it? That's what I'm thinking right now as I'm shuffling. I mean, you know, it's hard. It's so hard to have a little four-year-old because the world does revolve around them. But then it's like, are they just, you know being a little like they want you all to themselves and maybe you have to figure out some really fun sweet ways to like that's what I'm trying to figure out if he's like because you know he's a a Scorpio sun and an Aquarius moon (laughs) oh well all right I'm gonna do take three and just you know ideally with the idea that things will chill with your little buddy and now let's see what does it look like if you turn away from this because you know, your little buddy is, is number one and you got to make sure that he's living in a home that feels good. And, you know, I don't know if you, since you've alluded to issues, there's something there. Um, maybe he picks up on it more or I don't know what your deals are, but the tarot is going to give you some wisdom. So I'm going to pick three cards now for now. Okay. So your cards, for marrying this person, Six of Wands victory, which is very lovely. Ace of Discs, which is great for a new path with a person. And the Nine of Discs, which is gain. So those look really good. Those look really good and really wow. solid, okay? <laughs> um, for, yeah, for not 
for not being with this person. Princess of Swords, she's super reactionary. She's just tearing things apart. Queen of Cups, very clouded, not a lot of clarity. And Swiftness, which is like strange. This is just a strange, murky. I mean, you know, the Princess of Swords, she's just like, I'm tearing, I'm just going to like blow everything up. That's her strategy, just blowing everything up. So it doesn't, it seems like there's an aspect of, you know, if you do decide to not stay with this person and move forward in your relationship, there's an aspect of just like sabotage almost at foot. It looks actually really beautiful. I I like these cards for you guys staying together. And to me, it makes me feel like there's got to be a path in here that involves just like really it seems like you know with the victory card is really fun it's jupiter and leo it's like it's like a it's a very joyful card um and i'm wondering if there's a way that you can just sort of like create joy around this experience and bring your son into it you know more somehow really involve him as much as you can i mean in a sense your fiance is also marrying your son you know like you guys are going to be all there's no getting around that reality that you're really together in that way the ace of discs is about a whole new path you know i wonder if there's a way that you can like sit down with your fiance and really break it down um that like this is a you're a real package deal you know and like how can you guys move forward towards your wedding or you know towards whatever this looks like in a way that just includes your kids so much and then you get the nine of discs which is gain and that's just like a beautiful card that's like lots of resources it seems like this person like you guys can all come together and like all bring more um into this relationship the relationship between the three of you does that make sense yeah that makes a lot of sense that i'm it's just yeah giving me more clarity so thank you <laughs> it's it's his okay, dad too well. so I, i'm like i don't know what his deal was like if he's just wait it's, just, it's your kid's dad it's his you? dad yeah yeah so i'm like what's your deal <laughs> like, <laughs> they're just jerks there's just no understanding them they're like yeah, they're like, yeah. i don't know that's why i'm like maybe it's just like a five-year-old thing and he's like man he's just trying to be difficult about contrary or wants just like wants more control doesn't want things to change who knows? I mean, maybe you can find out by talking to him, but it does look really great for you guys to be all together. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Best of luck <laughs> to you. You guys want to hear something really fun? I am coming to you live from a Toyota Camry on the iPhone. It's not a Toyota Camry. I don't know cars, you guys. I don't know. It's a Corolla. I'm coming to you live from a Toyota Corolla. I'm on my way to Knott's Scary Farm. Not to give Knott's free publicity, but you know. So I'm going to get chased by zombies all night and go to a bunch of Halloween haunts. I'm very excited. And uh, on the way, here I am in the car doing this for you guys. I'm very excited about it. All right. I have another lovelorn person here who wants to know if they should give up some dreams for love. That's the theme of the night. Let me see. All right. I'm 31 and dating a 47-year-old. It's a new relationship, but things are moving fast. They already did the family thing. They are divorced with kids, and they don't want more children. I'm wondering if I should set aside my mellow aspirations to become a mother and start a new family with someone and give this current relationship a real chance. For a bit more context, I split my time between the U.S. and Sweden, and I leave for Sweden in October, only for a month. Is my life with this current partner in the States, or is there someone else for me in Sweden? Possibly. Okay, so we got a lot of questions here. Should this person stay? Let's see. I'm shuffling right now. What does it look like if you stay with this person? 
and uh, give up your mellow aspirations to have a family and kids. I mean, I get that sometimes those are very mellow aspirations. Like, I love being a mom, but I really felt like if it hadn't happened for me, I would have been fine. You know what I mean? Because, like, life is great even without kids. So, let's see. What does it look like to just, like, be with this person and just be like, whatever. That's not in the cards for me to uh, have the kids. All right. I'm picking three cards. Or... Let me see. Is there somebody for you in Sweden? Is there someone for you in Sweden who maybe wants these things that you're sort of mellow about? I have found that these sort of situations, marriage, baby, stuff like that, you know, it's real easy to be ambivalent about them. But then if you're with someone who also likes it, it's easy to get real excited too. So maybe you just need somebody who's like, actually I want to have kids and then suddenly like you're not mellow anymore you're like a freaking baby mad woman with a ticking biological clock okay let's see what's going on what if you stay with your dude who's already been there and done that what do you got for that looks a little hard I want to see about somebody in Sweden is there a Swede an open Swede uh they both look hard okay okay here's the deal you can definitely be with your man Um, you got the ace of swords. So that's sort of like getting a new attitude, getting a new perspective. Okay, here we go. I'm committing to this. You know, this is what's happening. You know, we're not getting married. I'm letting all of that go. But then you have the indolence card, eight of cups, and it's about emotional neglect. So listen, I think that the tarot is saying very strongly to you that there's these aspects of what you want for your life. And it's one thing if you decide to put the kibosh on it, but it's another If you feel a little bit like, you know, it's being dictated to you by another person, I think it's going to feel bad. Then you have the Aeon card, which is a big judgment card. And to me, I feel like there's going to come a moment of reckoning for you around this, where you're really going to have to get very honest about how you feel about it. Um, You know, just thinking that there's another person that's going to like sweep you away from having to deal with this situation. Someone in Sweden, it doesn't really look like that's really true. Um, there, there could be something, there could be something, but it's just a fling. Knight of Cups, Ten of Swords, Queen of Swords. It's a little fling that doesn't end very well. So so don't, you know, have a fling if you want, but it's not going to be anything substantial for you. What's substantial is this person, but I want to pick these cards. I've been haunted. I've been haunted by, you know, this uh, this third question of like, what if you really, you know, bring it to your person. And I'm like, listen, I need, I need, I want to have this experience. I know you've had this experience, but I, I want this experience. I want to have a family with you. What do you say? You know, I will be sad for my whole life. I know you don't feel like you will be, but the cards are saying something a little bit different. Okay. The cards are saying that you might feel bummed. So what if you actually have open communication with this person Wow. I think that your current partner might be a little more flexible than you think. But here are the cards that came up. I'm not saying that it won't be a little tricky. It will be, okay? It will be a little tricky. You have the two of discs. It's called change. So that's just like right up there. Change. There's been a change. You know, your conversation can really alter things. The next card is a pregnant lady. There's only like two pregnant lady cards in all of the tarot. And you bought one of them, princess of discs. She's been through a big 
forest of tangled trees. And now she's got a bun in the oven. And um, I mean, you know, it's a little on the nose, don't you think? I mean, how much more do I need to go into that? Then you have the seven of wands. That is a little bit of a struggle, okay? Like when the seven of wands comes up, you're like a little exhausted. And you're like, do I really have to have this fight? Do I really? I'm sick of this. But you do. You do have to see it all the way through. So there might be some conflict that arises, um, you know, and you just need to make sure you guys have really open communication because just like you don't want to swallow what you want and then end up resentful, you also don't want to like, you, you want to make sure your partner isn't just saying yes and then ending up resentful. So you guys have to have really, really good communication, but it does look like, you know, don't give up, don't give up on what you want for yourself. Okay, I'm putting these cards back into the deck. And let me see, who has their hand up? Who can I pick some cards for today? Uh, Mama Lou. Mama Lou, are you here? I oh, think great. I'm here. You're here. You're definitely here. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? Uh-huh. I'm great. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I have a question that's not necessarily love uh, in a like that's relationship um yeah it's more familial than just partners so um after about three years of being a same stay-at-home mom i returned to work full-time and the job is professionally okay. fulfilling and i'm very happy now to be like financially contributing to the household because i that was something that bothered me for a while to kind of like just be here um and but it's been a challenge readjusting my personal life you know family my own hobbies and interests with now the professional obligations and it's somewhat I feel distant from my husband and the kids because I'm so focused on work and so I wanted to know if the going back to work was the right decision um you know just does what does like the my work life look if I stay what does it look like if or what does the situation look like if I stay or if I go? Or is there a change that really can be made to help me improve the whole work-life balance? Okay. All right. I think I get your question. So let's see. Um, ask you to mute yourself while I'm shuffling. Um, but feel free to pop in and, you know, if you got anything to say. So right now I'm shuffling to saying, what does it look like for you to stay on the job and just sort of like, try to tough out the growing pains. You know, it's got to feel so, so different, you know, from, from the past three years. It's so intense to be home with the kid and just to have the, that world, that home be your world. So maybe this is just an adjustment period for you. So what does it look like for you to tough it out? I'm picking three cards and now I'm picking three cards. What does it look like for you to say, you know, I don't know if this is worth it. Like, I don't know, you know, money is always great and always necessary. And, uh, you know, no doubt it's cool to be out of the house, but you know, if you're, if you're weighing it, what does it look like for you to leave the job and say, I, you know, I want to stay at home for a little bit longer, you know, and we can reconsider entering the workforce, you know, when the kid's a little older. Um, okay. I'm going to pick three cards on that. And then just for like a number, just for like a third sort of possibility, is there a way to maybe just go, I don't know, part-time or, you know, make some sort of change? You think you had said that yourself, like, is there, what kind of change can you make? Is there just some sort of thing that you can do maybe to lighten all of this? Okay, so for staying and toughing it out, 
don't, it doesn't look bad. Um, it really doesn't. I want to, I want to compare and contrast. Oh gosh. <laughs> it's like really such an interesting, um, story. There's two stories and there's ups and downs with both of them. So the story of you being at work, you have the priestess card. So it is very satisfying for you to be at work. Like it must just, even though like you know, the, the problems with it are very, very real. It just also just seems like this is your place in the world. You have a place in the world that's larger than just your place at home. And so I feel like that's what the priestess is really representing. The queen of swords is your next card. And, you know, she is making changes. She's, do you, do you, do you have a relationship with the queen of swords card? Yeah. Yeah. I just feel this queen of swords really has that kind of like executive, like feel you know just like sitting in the chair yeah. like telling yeah. people things you know just yes <sighs> totally totally she really does um she's like she's just like not afraid to like she's not trying to make friends you know it's it's not personal she's like doing what she needs to do and so that might also be you in your life doing what you need to do in a kind of detached way to make it work for you to be, to be at your job. And then the four, you have the four of cups luxury. It's really interesting. It's like, it's such, this is such an interesting card because, you know, the water is clean. The cups are beautiful. The flower is alive. Like everything that signifies healthy emotional situations is present in this card, but the ocean itself is rock is like choppy. So there's a sense that the cups could fall over. Right. So it just looks like there's this emotional fear. It's like hard for you to relax into that. Everything is okay with you, with you taking this course, you know, but I think that everything is okay. I really do. Um, you know, now that I've like kind of gotten into this story of you being at your job uh, and being with the high priestess, which is such a, I always feel like the high priestess is like our higher self, you know, it's like our best self. And then now if you leave your work, first you have the hanged man. So that's actually a big sacrifice. As much of a sacrifice as it is for you to be going to work, leaving it actually looks a little painful. And then you get the magician, which is great. You're like, okay, cool. You know, I this is a sacrifice, but this is why I'm doing it. This is fulfilling. But then you get the satiety card. It's the 10 of cups and it's sort of plateaui and kind of boring. So I just feel like, man, it just seems like you will no doubt get something out of being at home with that magician card. You know, like, you know what you're missing, you know what you would get, you know, that it's enlivening and fulfilling to, to be at home, but it just looks like it's your higher calling to be at work right now. Let me see what it looks like for you. What can you do to help yourself out here? All right. So for like, what, what kind of changes can you make? It's interesting. I, I was asking, like, can you go down to part-time or something? You do have the work card. <laughs> it's like the three of discs that's called works. It's Mars and Capricorn. It's like the worker. So it's like, yeah, I wonder if there is something that you can do about the way that you work. If there's, if there are tweaks that you can make to it. Um, you also have the ace of swords, which is, you know, it's about a new way of thinking about things. So, and it is a really strategic card. It's about new strategies. So, you know, that to me is, you know, I'm wondering, is there a way that you can work from home? Some like sometimes can you go down to part time? It's also a big communication card. So I think because you also have the eight of cups here, which is indolence. And it, again, it's that card of emotional neglect, something being neglected. And you did say that you feel like you're not connecting with your husband as much. I think that like it would make a lot of sense to have a big conversation also with your husband and see what you guys can do to carve out really specific time for you guys to connect with each other. If you're finding that you're, it's not happening, 
you know, as spontaneously or easily as it was when you were so available at home. Does that make sense? Yes. No, that's... You that's, really need to jump on that ambulance pod, though. You really do want to want to beef up that connection. You're in a hard spot. I yeah. mean, you know, like the, the problems of being at work are real, but the problems of not being at work also are real. So yeah, like- I, I was very... It's very interesting what um, you had said and what um, was drawn with the hanged man and um, I think the Ten of Cups, because in most of the times, kind of people see the Ten of Cups as like, oh, like everything's glorious and everything's like complete, com- complete, <laughs> complete. But I, I'm, I yeah. like seeing that that difference where completeness doesn't necessarily mean good. It's just like, well, then now you're here, and there you have it. Right. So, and, and that's kind of like how I have felt at home. I'm like, well, got everything under control, and then and everyone goes to, you know, you know, I take people to practices that, and then I'm just kind of like, and that's about it. Like, <laughs> and then I'm bored. Right. And I'm, like, oh, I'm so bored. I want to go do, what can I do? So thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. And good luck with whatever choice you make. Thank you. Just wishing you the best with it. You're welcome. All right, you guys. So listen, an epic, epic letter came in to me. It's so long and it's so juicy. I really want to read you guys the whole thing, but I just can't in good conscience as the host read this whole thing. So I'm going to skim and give you the gist of it, okay? It's a love problem, okay? So had it taken this guy three years to date. He meets someone amazing. He's going to call her M, okay? Things were amazing, okay? He's never felt so connected to somebody. Same sense of humor, same taste in music, same deep philosophy on how the world is. Just perfect. So perfect that she felt comfortable to reveal that she's a witch. I got to say, I mean, she should have just led that she's a witch. You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't you just be like, yeah, I'm a witch? Anyway, okay. Uh, not to judge. Okay. As someone who's never been religious and has always viewed the world from a science standpoint, it was hard to believe in it at first. After a few rituals, I started to believe in it more and more. But what really just opened me up was after a couple of indulgences of LSD and shrooms. Well, yeah. I mean, that, I guess that'll open you up. <laughs> okay. So um, they were tripped together and it seemed like she was reading his mind. Uh, okay. And uh, after the third time they tripped together, he was pretty convinced in her, in her witchiness. He says uh, he's an experienced psychonaut. You know what that is, you guys? That's somebody who does a lot of mushrooms. Anyway, they bonded closer than ever. Then things started taking a turn for the worse. His dad got sick. And that's really, you know, that's a whole story. And then he got kind of like clingy and he got sad. And then he got like paranoid that this woman M was going to cheat on him. And then um, he went over to this party he wasn't invited to. And he says this, in the end, that caused M to cheat on me. No, there's so many problems with this letter. I don't even know where to start. I, uh, I want to just give this guy like a five-hour tarot reading. You know what I mean? And then some like, like a, a free ticket to therapy. Um, you don't make somebody cheat on you. People make their own decisions, you know? So what if you like freaked out? You know, that's not, you know, that's just cuckoo. Okay. Okay. Anyway, they broke up. Okay. There was just like, he, he found out she was going to cheat on him. He went, he went through her Facebook. This is toxic. This is what, when they, when you, when you're like, what's a toxic relationship? It's this. It's like when you're going through someone's Facebook and finding out that she's going to cheat and you're like, oh, you're going to cheat on me. And she's like, oh, you went through my Facebook. I mean, who needs that crap? Okay. It's been almost a year since then. And I feel like there's been a lot of weird timing. I've been seeing a lot of threes and, um, (laughs) hearing the phrase the human condition a lot it was a phrase they bonded over 
Um, okay, things are happening like bird poop on his car, which never happens. Okay, it's getting weirder. Weird things like that. Yes, my friend, it, this is weird. Um, when I trip, it feels like the universe is say, trying to say, go after M. Uh, okay, maybe I'm just reading too much into everything. I, I mean, that's what I kind of think. Um, my gut tells me I'm right on this. Could we get back together? Would it work out? Or is our path just not meant to cross again? Oh my goodness, listen. I'm thinking a lot of thoughts right now. I'm thinking you need to put down the LSD and the shrooms for a minute. I'm thinking that, you know, I believe in like synchronicity and stuff like that. And I do think it makes the world feel brighter and reminds us that we're all interconnected and that there's a spiritual dimension to things. But I just don't know if a bird pooping on your car is a sign that you should get back in your toxic old relationship. I just, I hope the universe does not work like that personally. But let me you know. I think you need to go to therapy and stop doing drugs, personally, my little friend. But let's see what the tarot thinks, okay? Should you, um, let me see. Oh, my God, he thanks me for being a therapist. I got to tell you, I'm not. I'm not a therapist, you guys. Go to an actual therapist who went to school for it, who could actually give you help beyond, you know, a radio show with a deck of cards. Not to disrespect my own, my own work here. Okay, what does it look like for you and this person in the future? What does it look like? Let's see. Okay. I mean, that's the thing when you do LSD and mushrooms, that's the whole point. It makes everything seem really significant. And then you're like, oh my God, everything is really significant. And you're like, is it though? Or were you on drugs? You know what I mean? How can you really know if you're just totally messing with yourself like this? Okay. Now shuffling the cards saying, what would it look like for you to turn your back on this person and to recognize that part of the reason why you guys had such incredible wild chemistry was because of you. You brought at least 50% of that wild chemistry into that relationship. So guess what that means? You can find other people in the world who are less toxic, ideally, and have that wild special connection again in your life. How's that? All right. Okay. Let me see. What's the vibe here with you and this lady? Oh God, it looks so pretty. Yeah, it really does. It just looks beautiful. It's got the Empress card here. So you're really, I mean, you just are in love with this person. You, she's an, you idealize her. She's an ideal to you. It's like the Empress is like Aphrodite. You know what I mean? And then you get the luxury card and it's just sort of like that luxury cards come up a few times tonight. It's the four of cups. Things are very beautiful, but they're unstable, you know? And it sounds like that's a lot of what this story is, is that, you know, there, it was, it was very heady, um, and wild and, you know, as a drug addict myself, you know, being in love with someone who will do drugs with you. I mean, forget it. It's, it's incredible, but like, you know, the drugs are maybe a problem. All right. Then you get the ace of cups here. So yeah, I mean, it looks like there's a possibility of a fresh start with this person, um, which is wild and, you know, maybe turning away from her. Um, gosh, it just, okay, here's what I, here's what I think. Here's what I think. There's good and bad about you turning away from her. And the re, the, the way that I'm going to interpret that is that you're just not ready to do that yet. So it's just not a good path for you. You know, it looks like you, you've got the six of cups, which is pleasure. So it is in a deep way, good for you to turn away from her, but it's going to require, I think, skills that you just don't have yet. That's what I'm getting because right after the six of cups, you have the 10 of wands, oppression, 
So you're going to feel oppressed by this decision you made to kind of like turn away from her. I just don't think you're going to be able to do it. Then you get the eight of discs, which is prudence. And it's like, it's almost like, yeah, I mean, I don't know, maybe because there's so much drugs in this letter that it's making me think of almost like a sobriety journey to turn away from her um, and that you just might not be ready. I think that... I don't know. Can you reach out to this person and see if she's available for, to see if like, if, yeah, see if she's available for a fresh start. Maybe you guys can hash out what went wrong. That Ace of Cups does suggest a fresh start is possible, but dude, don't be a stalker. Okay. So if she's just like, I never want to see you again, then you just need to like scrub her from your phone. Okay. Because like, this is so obsessive, you know, that I, I worry about both of you. Obsession can be really fun, but it's, it's not, it doesn't mean that there's actually love there. It just means you're an obsessive person. Um, okay. So was that helpful? I don't know. I really don't. Okay. Who needs help? <laughs> who else is out there that I can try my hand with? Okay. Jess, I'm going to bring you up. Hi. Yes. I'm Hi. Good. Oh, great. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Can't complain. Okay, good, good. What can I do for you? What would you like me to ask the tarot? Okay, so my situation is weirdly kind of a little bit like the what you just read. Oh my a God, are of, you M? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> That'd be wild. <laughs> no, that would be wild. But no, I don't. I don't think I am. There's some details in there that I just know. But okay, so okay. my deal is, I had made a connection with somebody that I thought was, you know, synchronicity. We had the same beliefs, a lot that we had good conversation for the most part and uh, a great friendship, you know, started great friendship. Uh, once we became a couple, it, it was still good. You know, we got, we have that little honeymoon face, of course. And then when it started to get real, especially I was married when I got with this guy. The I, I was separated. We'll say that he was living in New York and I'm in Texas. Uh, long story short, um, he ended up passing away uh, this past December. Is this we the went, is this your the person you were married to or the person that yeah you the had person to- I was married to? Okay, okay. So he ended up passing away, and I mean I had let go of that relationship because obviously it wasn't working. It wasn't healthy for me. So I removed myself from that. And the whole marriage was kind of just dragged on because of other issues. And so uh, when I started this relationship with this guy, I mean, I told them about it because I felt like that was the honest thing to do. And mm-hmm. I feel like in a sense, when he passed away, I, I mourned in my own way and I feel like he didn't really understand that. So that already like rubbed me the wrong way. And so a lot of mm-hmm. things started accumulating after that, you know. And so now we decided to break it off. You know, it's been, uh, we were together for a year. It was going to be a year in September. And we broke up in August. So my question is, lately i just been thinking about it a lot, just analyzing what was it and a part of me wants to be open-minded and think that maybe we could try again and it was just some of the factors that were there but I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's just me reliving what was right all right well I'm gonna I'm gonna pull some cards right now I'm gonna pull and just ask what does it look like 
if you do reach out to this person and say, hey, right, I'm thinking about you, you know, like, do you want to talk? See if it's possible for you guys to have, like, a new level of communication. Um, right. And he's an oh, Aries and I'm a Cancer. Oh, no. So, <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's, oh, gosh. Well, listen, you got to be, you got to make yourself, you have to be very honest in your conversation. I know, like, you know, Cancers can, can keep things very close to their chest, but that's not going to serve you in a situation like this. Um, right. Can you see what does it look like for you to move on from this person? To just, okay. you know, take it for what it was and move on. You know, I don't know about you, but like sometimes I, I've noticed this throughout my life when I've been single. Sometimes when you just get sick of being single or you're just like a little sad or lonely, it's just like real easy to dial back to like whoever was most recently around <laughs> and be like, right. that person, well, that person, and just like forget like that person kind of sucked or whatever. There were reasons why there's, you know, real reasons why you're not together anymore. Um, right, right. Okay. What does it look like for you to reach out to this person? Oh, it does not look good, Jess. It doesn't oh. look good. It looks like, okay, the first card is the Hierophant. So you're like, okay, maybe like, that's kind of a funny card for a love reading, but it also is about knowledge, you know? So it seems like going towards him with like, okay, I really want to understand and do this better. But also like, is is he sort of like a kind of patriarchal kind of a dude? Uh, what like, does that mean? Like, I mean, is he just kind of like, kind of like a? Is he like a little bit on the macho side? Is he kind of like a mansplainer? Uh, a little bit. He 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 tries to make it seem like he's not because, of course, the spiritual and the awake and stuff like that. I mean, we have conversations like that, but I do see the characteristics of it. I mean, a spiritual mansplainer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Listen, the, the ones you get next, you get the seven of cups and the five of cups. Seven of cups is debauch. It's like trying to scratch that itch and you can't. Right. And you're taking actions that you think are going to make you feel better and they don't, they make it worse. Because it's not, it's it's like, it's it's that thing that I'm thinking where you're like, do you want him or do you just want someone because you're feeling lonely, you know, right. which is understandable. Right. And then you get the five of cups and it's disappointment. You know, oh, so that just looks like a bad path. So the path of moving away from him, oh my gosh, the path of moving away from him, listen, it's not going to happen overnight. You are hung up on this person. I don't know if you're just like, if you're a person that likes to like be in love with love and you know, you get, you can get a little bit of problems around that. But here are the three cards from moving away from him. First, it's the queen of cups. So you're like, okay, you know, he is on your mind. You can't really see clearly. Um, around it and you're like well how do I just stop thinking about someone like how do you even do that you know then right. your next card is <laughs> I know then the next card is the moon so you're not going to just snap out of it but you just need to remind yourself that like that's your intention that's your intention right. you know like and even if like you feel haunted by him for a while it's okay because then your final card is the lust card and then oh. you're back in the game, Jess. You're going to snap out of it. You're going to snap out of it, but he really does okay. have a little bit of a spell over you right now. But I think that, you know, that might be because you're the kind of person that lets, that like is receptive to falling under someone's spell. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I could see. Yeah. I could see that. <laughs> but the, the lust card is great. I mean, it does mean sexy time, but it also means like a lust for life. And really more than anything, I just see this meaning that you're free of pining for this guy or being in an illusion or a fantasy about him. You're going to oh, shake the fantasy okay. about this guy off. And then you're back in the reality of your own life, which is quite fun with lots of things to indulge in and, and, you know, pay attention to that aren't, aren't the past. Right. You know? Right, right, right. right. I, I mean, I love that. I feel like that really did. I mean, it, it just gave me this 
piece that I, I kind of been wanting to hear. Of course, you, you know, you tell yourself all this stuff, like you said, you know, you, you remind yourself and I did it, but like just hearing the affirmation, just knowing that in, you know, your gut instinct is always what you think it is. But thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You're very welcome. And good luck. You know, again, it's going to be hard. You're going to, you're going to feel a little bit like depressed about having to let go of it for a minute with that moon card, but it will pass. Okay. It will pass. Okay. So just let it pass. Okay. I, I okay. let it pass. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Good luck to you. Okay. Oh my God, you guys, I got another little love question right here and it's so cute. Okay. Um, let me see. This person's telling me all about the cards that they, sometimes people write me about their problems and they tell me about all the tarot cards they've already picked. It's very funny. Um, so I'm not going to read you that part, but, um, okay. But she had drawn these cards with the intention of clarity for confessing my feelings to my best guy friend. I'm unsure if I should confess or if it would ruin things. I'm a 16 year old girl, junior in high school. So of course this is what I use tarot for. Ha ha ha. <laughs> girl, it's what everyone uses tarot for. So let's see, what is it going to be like? What would it be like for you to confess your feelings for your best guy friend? Oh my God. Our show has suddenly become like a teen rom-com. I love it so much. Okay, what would it look like for you to just be like, OMG, I have a crush on you, best guy friend. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, I'm going to pick three cards for that. What does that look like? Conversely, what does it look like if you don't? What does it look like if you're like, you know something? I don't know. The vibe isn't right. I'm not ready. I don't want to mess things up. You know, all the reasons. There's so many reasons why to not, you know share your feelings and there's so many reasons to share your feelings so let's see what the tarot has to say oh i see you mama lou you remember doing that i remember doing that too i learned how to read tarot cards pulling cards on all of my teenage crushes so this is great okay let me see oh my goodness oh gosh oh gosh um oh okay so here's the situation. It looks like you do have to um, tell him, but it also looks like hard. Like maybe there's a problem, okay? Yes, the Ace of I, I see it in the letter that she wrote me that the Ace of Cups keeps coming up for her. And that, that was the first card that came up for me too, the Ace of Cups for telling your friend that you have feelings about him. And it is the beginning of a new course, uh, a new relationship, you know, a new emotional cycle. But then the next two cards, you guys, it's the tower and failure. Oh, I hate that. You know what's worse than delivering bad tarot cards to someone? Delivering bad tarot cards to a 16-year-old girl. Because you, I just want, you know, you just to have like a beautiful romance here. But it looks hard. I mean, the tower card, you're afraid of ruining the friendship. It looks like it might. Okay, I, I don't want to say ruin because that sounds so permanent. It's going to change the friendship and it looks hard at first because you don't want the friendship to change. You're going to feel bad. You're going to feel responsible. Here's the deal though. The cards for you not saying anything are also bad, okay? Queen of Cups, Queen of Swords, and the Five of Discs, which is wary. So it's sort of like you, you're telling him the relationship has already changed, okay? That's the situation here. That's what the tarot is saying. The relationship has already changed because you have feelings, you know? And 
You can't pretend that that's not the situation. Pretending that that's not the situation is going to leave you in a bad state. Queen of Cups is sort of like emotionally um, unclear, kind of depressed. Queen of Swords, I mean, like, you know, all of these cards can also, you know, mean different things in different contexts. But in this context, I'm seeing Queen of Cups is like bummed out. Queen of Swords is like stressed out. And then the wary card, right? So you do have to, you have to tell him how you feel. And, you know, the best case scenario is that like the tower is like, oh, wow, you know, we're, we have to totally, totally, you know, see, we have to think about our relationship really differently now. Okay. We have to be real about the fact that it's now a different relationship. So, and that could mean anything, right? I mean, it could mean that you guys date, but it doesn't work out. It could mean that he's not interested in you in that way. You know, whatever it is, it looks like it's stressful. And I'm really sorry for that. I hope that you are a writer and that someday you will write an amazing novel in which a girl tells her best guy friend that she likes him and it does not go the way that she wants it to. I just hope there's some 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 time of redemption for this. I mean, this has happened to all of us. Can I just say that as somebody who was once 16? I mean, it's it's so terrible. And I'm sorry that this is not a happy ending reading for you. Okay. Ah, who else is out there? Who's out there that I can uh, possibly give a, a happy ending reading to? Okay, I see I got Ness here in the comments who has a question. Let me, I'm going to read out loud what I'm seeing here. I'm in the lowest point in my life and I am broke and working odd at odd ends jobs as a podcast assistant and oral historian trying to make ends meet. I'm wondering if the odds and ends jobs I'm super passionate about, but pay me so little will be worth it in the long run. And if I will have any new job opportunities coming soon. Oh, I'm so sorry, Ness, that you're in such a low point. It's so hard when you have work that you love that doesn't pay you. I mean, welcome to life as a creative person. It's very hard. But let's see, is it worth it for you right now to keep doing these little jobs that you're passionate about? What does it look like for you to keep on charging ahead in podcast landia where there's so much passion and brilliance and everyone is hustling? Okay, let's see, three cards for that. Okay. And now three cards for like, all right, do you just need to, I mean, I don't know about like, will you have any new job opportunities soon? But like, yeah, is there a job out there? I'm going to also say like, what if you put a little work into it too? You know, like, not that you're not, but just to be clear what I'm asking the Tara, what does it look like for you to hunt out some different opportunities um, that actually, you know, pay you a little bit more money, give you a little bit more security. So you're not feeling so broke. Because sometimes, you know, you like to go to the movies and stuff, right? Okay. So let me see. Odds and ends jobs. Oh, the odds and ends jobs. God damn it. They just look like they're taking a lot out of you, Ness. You got the, you got the eight of cups, which is indolence. So again, when the, this card keeps coming up tonight, the indolence card means something crucial is being neglected. Okay. So, so something crucial is being neglected. And then you have the devil card. Okay. Gosh. And then after the devil, the ace of discs. So it's interesting. It does seem like you could stick it out. You could stick it out. The devil is such a complicated card because you know, he, um, he basically means you're not really in charge of your own destiny. And so it must just, it, it must feel like that, right? Like you're, you're like, here I am doing these odds and ends. And like, what am I getting out of it? Have I sold my soul to like podcast Satan or what? But then you do get the ace of discs, which is like, 
it is going to lead you, it looks like, to a new material opportunity. Um, now, you know, you can, I, I think you can do both. I think you can keep doing the odds and ends and hunt and like being really available to opportunity and then being a little bit more proactive. Um, you know, honestly, it doesn't look like you're supposed to just like quit the podcasting jobs and go after some nine to five. That doesn't look right for you. Um, and the, the three cards for sort of doing that are the three of discs, which is a work card. So you're like, okay, maybe you should hunt down a job. Then it's the two of uh, wands with dominion. So you're like, oh, okay, that's you sort of really taking the bull by the horns and saying enough is enough. But then you end up in the five of discs, which is worry. So you're sort of right back where you are, um, which is very interesting. It's, it seems like the outcome is actually best for you to always keep your ears out, right, for, for a job opportunity. But yeah, you do want to, to keep, keep on with the podcast work. Um, and I think it is going to lead you to something. So I hope it leads you to something really fast because it really stinks to be broke, but it just looks like, you know, going to look for something else right now isn't actually going to, it's, it's, it's not a good path. And why is that? I don't understand. Okay. Let's see what else we have here. I have, I get so many emails, you guys, I can never get to all of them. Um, and I, I really wish that I could, um, we're getting pretty close to the end. I got five minutes here. Okay, here we have somebody. My love life has been non-existent. I have trouble falling in love. And my friends at work have been trying to set me up with one guy who I think is cute and nice, but I get so nervous I don't speak to him. Basically, I am asking if it is in the cards for me to fall in love with him. Oh my God, why is this question so adorable? Um, okay, is this the guy for you? I mean, there's other things, there's other things happening here that I want to address besides just like, are you going to fall in love with this guy? But you, that's what you're asking me. And, you know, I am your humble tarot servant. So let's just get that out of the way first. What does it look like between you and this guy from work that your friends are setting you up with? That is like really adorable that your friends are setting you up with some folks. All right. Is this the person that will make you come out of your shell? No. I mean, here's the thing. You might actually like him. The first card that comes up is the Hierophant. I feel like the Hierophant has already revealed himself, though, to be a little bit of a mansplainer tonight. I don't know what I'm thinking about him tonight. Um, but, you know, the Hierophant is, you know, very wise. It's a good grounded Taurus card, you know, can be really good energy. But then you have the Queen of Swords. And she's just like, no. You know, she's like knowing all over the place. She's like, no, 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 no. And then you got the Seven of Cups debauch, which is like trying to, you know, trying to make something happen because you think it's going to make you happy and it doesn't make you happy. So I, I, I want to ask, I want to think about a couple things here. Okay. You have trouble falling in love. So, so, you know, is that a problem for you? I mean, here's the thing. People want other people to be in love, like all the time. Perhaps you've noticed this, like you're, people are always getting pushed to like date and like, you know, when are you going to meet someone, et cetera, et cetera. Are you okay with not dating someone, maybe it's okay. The nervousness is another thing that I'm wondering about. Um, you know, so nervous that you can't speak. I mean, it's okay to be nervous. We're all nervous sometimes. But if you're so nervous that you're not able to sort of function in sort of basic situations, then 
you know, that is maybe what needs to be addressed, you know? And I'm wondering about that with the seven of cups here, because the seven of cups is like, you know, when we go, we go to like, you know, there's that saying, don't go to the hardware store for a bag of oranges. It's like, you're going to the wrong place to get a need met. So if you're having these um, problems where, you know, you get very nervous and you have, you know, trouble like connecting with people sometimes, I don't know that a person's going to solve that problem for you. I don't know it's necessarily about if it's the person. I think maybe you need to do some work for yourself where you're trying to figure out, okay, do I have an anxiety disorder? I ask as a person who has one. I mean, what's going on here that I get so nervous? Like, what am I afraid of? So so I think, I don't know. Let me, let me pick some cards on, you know, forget this guy that is being, you know, that, that your friends have so kindly set you up with, you know, I'm sure he is nice and cute, but like, what about you doing some work on yourself right now, whether that is, you know, through therapy or I don't know, checking out some self-help books, whatever it is, like doing some journaling, writing a fears list, but just kind of getting a little bit deeper into yourself to try to figure out what's going on for you. Okay. Yes, that is the answer, my friend. You got the Ace of Cups. Again, a new relationship, a new relationship with yourself. The Knight of Swords. This is a very um, analytical air sign night. So I think that like talking about this kind of stuff, whether it's with a therapist, whether it's with a close friend, um, writing, journaling, all that kind of stuff where you're applying your mind to like, okay, what is this about? What is this about? What is happening for me and why? And then you get the magician, which is like, this is fantastic. It's like, this is going to like, I don't know. It's like, you're going to be a different person at the end of this examination. This period of self-examination is going to bring you into an era where like, you know, you get to like date or not date as you, as you wish. You know what I mean? Like not everybody really wants to do that. And I don't know if you'll want to or not on the other side, but I I wish you a lot of luck on your uh, self-exploration because I think that's the real question. It's the question within the question. Am I right? All right, you guys, listen, it's seven o'clock. Does anyone have their hands up? Oh my God, some people do. Okay, I'm gonna take one more question from you guys. Uh, Wendy, let's see. Wendy, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, hi. Yes, I can. How can hi. I help you? You have a question. Hi, yes. how are you? I'm good. Um, so I am soon to be divorced. I'm 33. I mean, 34, okay. Lord. And um, I kind of want to see like, What's in the cards for me? Like, what's the vibe? Like, on so you're getting you're getting divorced right now. Is it new? Is it new? It, well, is what new? Your divorce. Um, it's not finalized yet, but I'm hoping okay. it will okay. be within the next month. We've been separated over a year. Okay, so you're just like so you're ready now. You're at the other side of it, and you're like, what does it look like on the other side of this? Yes. All right. All right. I'm going to pull three cards to sort of get the gist. I'd say for maybe your next three months around it, like it's not forever, you know, you're going to go through, you know, obviously so many things, but um, let's see what the the next sort of three months look like around this. Um, Oh my God. It looks so good for you. Really? So yeah, it really, it really does. So the first card that came up is the princess of wands and she is really free and she is really exulting in her freedom and her liberation. She definitely like there's, um, there's a sense that there has been fear, but the fear has been faced and it's a lot about trusting yourself. Like she's naked in the card, which is about being very vulnerable and letting yourself be vulnerable. There's um, an altar that she's burning her fears on. She's got the tiger by the tail. So it's like not letting things stand in your way. 
And really importantly, she has these giant sort of antenna on her head. So it's also a card about not being afraid to trust your intuition to like guide you. So that's awesome. Yeah. And then your next card is, yeah, your next card is literally victory. It's the six of wands. It's Jupiter and Leo. And it's like, yes, this was the right. Hey, that's my time. (laughs) This is really excellent. Like it was the right thing for you to end this relationship and, you're really going to like see and feel the results of that, the truth of that. And then you get the princess of discs. And so it's like, she's really great too. She's, she has just sort of come out of this tangle. You see her at the edge of a forest and it looks like her path has been really hard. So it's like, I feel like the tarot is wanting you to acknowledge that like this past year or so has been challenging. It's been a rough path probably at some points, but you're on the other end of it now. And in this card, she's pregnant. It's a metaphor. You know, she's like, she has like a whole new thing to give birth to. So you've got this whole new life now to give birth to at the, on the other side of this. And I think you're going to be really inspired. These are, this is a really inspiring trio of cards. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. I mean, just go into it just expecting the best, you know? Thank you. You're very welcome. Enjoy the rest of your night. All right. Okay, thank you. Uh, there's a little lag here today on my on my phone. Um, because I'm in a car, because I'm awfully close. Closer than ever before to not Scary Farm, where I will be, I hope, chased by strangers with chainsaws. It's what I live for. It's what Halloween is all about. You guys are awesome. Thank you for putting up with the weird little technical difficulties tonight. Um, I do want to let you guys know that, um, you know, we, uh, we're regularly scheduled, right? So you can come and listen to Ask the Tarot every week. But if you ever miss it, you can listen on demand, okay? You can listen on Spotify. Um, so, you know, make sure you can go find uh this we put it out as a podcast every week you can search for your magic and find it and um yeah so so you can listen if you ever have to like bail early on uh or if you're just like hey you won't believe this friend of mine but i got my tarot question answered on this show here listen to it so it'll be up next week okay and i'll be back here next week so come bring your problems and uh we'll talk bye-bye